Double here, Kenny Danico, three-time Stanley Cup champion of the New Jersey Devils. And you're listening to the Uncle Puckers New Jersey Devils podcast with Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony, the Uncle Puckers. Let's go, Devils! to talk about and then you kind of just threw me off with the overkill but overkill from jersey to everybody we have just eliminated in a amazing game seven the new york rangers and move on to the second round <laughs> of the stanley cup playoffs with this devil team and i am going to play a song about how i feel now and you're going to see the differences between me and tony right here <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you're doing a dance and everything. This is great. <laughs> oh, man. What a freaking game, boys. Huge. Oh, I don't even know where to start. I mean, this was back against the wall. This young team, uh, nobody knew what to expect, except them. They apparently knew exactly what to expect. They said, you know, we need to go out and play exactly like we did at game five, and then, you know, we'll get the same score, and we're just going to give these guys no life at all. Choked them out from halfway through to, well, actually, from the entire game. Yes. The Rangers had no answers for what the Devils did tonight. Perfectly game play, a perfectly played game. Akira Smith was phenomenal. Anybody that wants to sit there now and say, this kid's just lucky, the Rangers aren't making anything difficult for him. No, no, you did tonight, and he fucking shoved it down your throat, and he outplayed the best goalie in the playoffs, and in turn now, we are now not going to see a goalie like Igor Sesterkin for the rest of these playoffs. And that bodes very well for this quick, offensive, dynamic devil team. Schmid the kid. Oh, Schmid happens. Yeah. That was the back of the New York Post after game uh, game three. But uh, my goodness. He Schmid it all over us. That's going to be the next (laughs) headline for tomorrow morning. Man, I mean, they got their asses whooped in the first two games, and this team came back three in a row, had a little slip-up at MSG, but just locked it the hell down, and Mm -hmm. an amazing performance all around. It was just, I can't be any happier. Um, So let's go around the horn, man. I want to hear what everybody thinks. Give me your, you know, just your, whatever you, I I can't even, I don't even have anything to say. I'm like completely just dumbfounded by this whole performance, but... Dan, go ahead, man. I, I mean, I like I think we said last show that it, I felt it was like a weighted coin flip. You know, you never know which way it's going to go. And sure. during the first period where they were doing so many things right, and then you saw the penalty trouble they were getting in, you saw some questionable calls, and you thought about the previous game, how that bit them in the ass, and that the Rangers' power play was going to strike if they kept giving them chances like this. You had every reason to be nervous, despite the fact that five-on-five, in the first, they totally outplayed the Rangers. He said, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if we're going to go down a power play goal. And it looked like that was going to be inevitable the way they were going. But they came back in the second. They tightened things up a lot. Uh, they stopped taking stupid penalties for the most part. 
and uh, they, they didn't overcame take any in the second and third. That's okay. right, and they overcame yeah. the you know the, not only the Rangers, but you know maybe if there was a ref bias, which I bet you a lot of Devils fans felt there might have been in the first. Uh, it didn't matter. They overcame it. It was so awesome to see them just keep plugging away, not give up, not get disheartened, and play their game. They controlled that whole game. It was a real dominating effort. It's one of those games where the first goal was huge. And, you know, they didn't have to win just because they scored their first goal, right? They, they lost two games right. in which they scored the first goal in the series. But right. they did. They followed it up with a consistent effort all the way through. It was such an amazing win. Like you said, top to bottom, no weak spots. It was amazing. Bobby? Again, I'm kind of at a loss of words. I mean, it was surgical in some ways. It was, I saw the penalty trouble. I got a little nervous, and then I turned to Johnny PA, who was here, and I said, listen, I'm like, what's your feeling here? Are you feeling more confident as this goes on, low scoring, or are you getting more nervous that it's only one goal away from them tying it? He was a little more nervous, I think, that, uh, you know, one goal wasn't enough. And I was, I referenced the, you know, game five where I was, or game three, where I was oddly calm, the game we won in overtime. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, not that I felt calm this time, but it just there was something about this game that you saw unfolding in the devil's way, and we were chatting a little bit together, right? I mean, mm -hmm. five on five. If if we literally learned not to take penalties in this series, I think we're celebrating game four. You yes. know what I mean? Like that's how much better we were five on five, and I, I just no contest there. So proud no. of what they did, how they did it. I don't know if I should talk about the series or just the game because I'm just really excited at this point. Sure. We talk about whatever you yeah, want. This but, is I a, a judgment-free platform tonight, Bobby. Go nuts. Fantastic. It helps that we're all Devils fans, too. And I just, I mean, to come back from 2 nothing, we know that. We've been through that, you know, and win two at the Garden. You know, game six, it, it could have went either way. I just felt the emotions got the better of that game and the power plays again, and it started with that lucky first power play goal that was literally Shin going pad. three, four yeah. feet wide. Yep. Um, if you look at the series now that we're done with it, and if you get past the scores of the three seemingly lopsided games, and you really dissect it, we own the series more. Mm, the definitely. two shutouts of 4 nothing were greater in capacity than the three, five to one slash two games. Um, they just really proved a lot tonight, and now they have like an open field yeah. uh, to do what yeah. they want. We, I mean, did we lose a game without the power play being a factor? I don't no. think so. Five on five, no. we won the whole series in a sweep. And, and look, I mean, I, if you look at all the teams remaining, which we're going to get to because we're going to reseed our brackets and do everything, go into the second round. Um, but if you look at the teams remaining, there's maybe Toronto can skate with us. But I don't think yeah. there's any team in the East that can skate with us. Not with that speed. Um, no. Not five on five. I mean, the, it, this was the Devil team we've seen all year, except they actually have gotten better. They, I mean, we, you know, it's an 82 game season. It's a long season. Guys are going to lapse and shit. But when it came time to lock it down at the most important time, man, they came through with flying colors. And I'm Huge. telling you, this series win is going to strap a rocket to these guys' back. I. I don't want to say that they're going to, you know, blow through Carolina, but I am definitely favoring the Devils to win that series. But, Tone, please. First of all, it's a huge game for the franchise, right? This whole, this whole series was a huge game for the franchise moving forward. If you really think about this, we, you know, we all know the Henry goal, these things. I mean, how, many, how much – I don't know about you guys, but I'm so tired of hearing about 94, and, you know, yeah. 
92. It's like, yeah. It's I, even tonight before the game, um, I saw it on the screen. Of course, they're showing it. I'm like, man, I'm sure. so tired of hearing about that. We've talked about it real, like constantly. We've won three cups in the last since '94 until they're one. We still don't get that respect. But you know what? Fuck you, Ranger fans. Exactly. <laughs> you know? I mean, and you would say the same thing to us. But you know oh, what? Oh, they're sucking a big one tonight. I heard and, and, so much talk about how Akira, they they figured him out. This was oh, it. Yeah. That, 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 you know, it was it. He was done. Didn't it look like they wanted to shoot glove a lot on him tonight, right? They, they wanted yeah. to go glove, and he's like, oh, yeah. this glove? And he he robbed them with his glove yeah. constantly. Glove. You know, he, they got a couple Four. of sneakers past his ear, real high shots last game, so they are like, oh, it's glove. And I was like, you know what? Those plays, I don't think you could judge the glove on that. Tonight, you saw his glove. It was, it was awesome. Four, four or five it was awesome. amazing, ridiculous glove saves. Oh, and he did, it, he did it even in every other win. I mean, he came through with a huge glove. Even the low uh, ball. Uh, Andre Palach's like play I loved. I mean, yeah, just to scoop him scoop up and freeze it. it. That's huge. Yeah. Instead of getting a rebound out there. Yeah. yeah. He was so composed tonight. that and He did. He reminded me of Brodeur in those big games. He yeah. was composed. When the team got a little wonky, he settled them down. Yes, he did. He did everything that you had to do for a – I mean, he played like a, a five-year veteran that's been there, done that. Um, and it was – the team played great in front of him. But you know what? The Rangers, without Akira Smith tonight, the Rangers aren't shut out. He robbed them blind for yes. at least a good half a dozen saves yep. that were just more remarkable than what Igor was doing on the other and, side. And Shesterkin's great and all, but I don't know if he stops every shot that Schmidt did tonight. I don't know no. that he does because, I mean, I, he's made some amazing saves, and Igor was uh, fantastic as usual. You don't really blame the goals on him, but he was also human. He, you know, he, there was a couple I'm sure that he would like another look at, but he's never going to get it. And, uh, you know, Schmidt was incredible. What a, a rise to the occasion from this rookie. It's amazing. I was really impressed with Palat tonight, too. Um, Absolutely. You know, uh, yeah. Mike McLeod, that, that goal. I mean, this is like we were talking, this is a goal we're going to remember. Yes. Seven, eight years, ten years from now. Um, yeah. But Palat, you know, I've seen, and I think we've seen it the last three or four games. This is, he, he's a man, like he's focused out there, you know. Um, yeah, and, and you know, when he, that first goal and the play that he made by, just on those boards against two Rangers and just not giving up and, I mean, he just outworked them. The whole team outworked the Rangers tonight. Absolutely. And, and this is a Ranger team that went out and got Tarasenko and Kane at the trade deadline, and they put all their chips in the middle of the table. These guys went all in. It was Stanley Cup or bust. And, uh, you know, now you just got bounced in the first round. It's bust. Your team, your team is old. Uh, you're going to have a lot of guys. You, have, you gave up tons of draft capital to bring in Tarasenko. You gave up a first-rounder for him. And over the course of the last couple of years, Drury has given up uh, most of their draft capital for players. Yep. And they're in a position now that is just doesn't look good. And no. I couldn't be happy. I think guys like Shesterkin and Kreider are going to be looking for the exit. And, like, yeah. how can I get on a better team? Because this team's going to collapse in front Listen, of me. We'll see. Igor Shesterkin, I mean, the man is a phenomenal goalie. And mm -hmm. he deserves a Stanley Cup. He deserves a shot at it. He really does. Just yep. not with the Rangers. Yeah. But, um, yeah, team. he really does. He's a hell of a goalie. And Chris Kreider's an amazing player. I mean, smart player. Just, yep. But, you know, they're big guns. It's, the games that mattered, their big guns were invisible. Panarin who? Exactly. Panarin was invisible this whole series. Yep. His advantage ad came on strong last game, but, you know, he was, was pretty absent most games. Yeah. 
Exactly. Uh, Kane really didn't do a whole lot. He added a garbage goal and maybe at the end of a game they already won beauty, here and there. Beauty, but yeah, that was about it. Right? Yeah, and it was like what the fifth goal. You know, where the game was already Truba, won. Truba plays his ass off. I sure. Mean, this is this guy is really a tough. Did dude. a Scott Stevens you know, impression tonight? What a hit on Timo Meyer. It's a good hit. I mean, just yeah. I, I, I love Timo. I'm glad he's okay. Beautiful hit. Um, and, you know, Devil fans, if you're sitting here and you're screaming that that was a dirty hit, it wasn't a dirty hit. No. It wasn't at all a dirty hit. I did and appreciate that, that Danico hit, said it wasn't as well. Yes. And, and think about it. If that was a dirty hit, then every time Scott Stevens knocked somebody unconscious in the middle of the fucking ice was a dirty hit. Because right. it was all shoulder. Yeah. It was clean. Uh, you know, Meyer had his head down, middle of the ice. Shit happens. It's hockey. Nice to see um, him come back, though, wasn't it, on the bench? Absolutely. It really was. Absolutely. Did something nice. Lindros it, never did. Yeah. It's nice that the NHL doesn't give a shit about brain injuries like the NFL. Because That's if that right. was the NFL, right. you're not seeing Timo Meyer until October. You're in a tent for six weeks. Uh, exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, I mean, just this whole first round, every it was it was fantastic. We had three game sevens. We had Boston getting upset by Florida. Yeah. Um, Wild first and, round. What a crazy. Yeah, it was wild. Edmonton coming through in the first, uh, in the, uh, game seven, or was that game six? I don't know. Did they go six, seven? right? They, six. They went six. Kraken um, advancing. Uh, I mean, the second Seattle year. Seattle going into Colorado. And that Kraken, like, like, that's the hugest upset. And it's kind of, it would have been without the Boston. I mean, these are right. the, the champs from last year. The Avs are bumped off by the up and comer second season Kraken. That's an incredible story. But with Boston's collapse, you kind of hardly saw it out there. You know, the, the, you can look at the Colorado, and they battled. They, they had a lot of guys out. They had injuries galore. They just weren't the same team going into these playoffs. That um, You know, you can't just ride Kale McCarr and, and uh, Nathan McKinnon. Right. And, uh, he was and, out for a game or two, suspension, I think. He got suspended yeah. for that hit on McCann. And then, you know, uh, Ranton and, and, and McCann, I mean, uh, McKinnon are your only two guys that showed up. I mean, I think they had the stats that between Ranton and McKin- um, McKinnon and uh, McCarr, like, I don't know, seven or nine goals, and everyone else chipped in for, like, three. Like, mm-hmm. that's unacceptable. You're not going anywhere. If, you know, they, they had a lot of injuries. They lost a lot of depth. But they also played a team that had, like, 14 different scorers in this round. Like, they're a deep Seattle team. Yeah. And if Dallas really um, takes them lightly, they're going to upset Dallas, too. Yes. Um, you know, uh, but, yeah, amazing series all around. And uh, but none better than this. None better than you know. Definitely. Finally, a game seven in our building yep. against them, and we shut them the fuck up. Battle of the Hudson to, is won. I have to yes, bring this is. back around to a comment Tony just made, because I don't think a lot of people fully understand it. Now, granted, we're probably not going to have many listeners outside of Devils fans. Maybe some in the local area. Certainly not NHL wide. I don't think there's really an appreciation for what we go through tony said this is a huge win for our franchise and for everyone else out there i'd like them to know the franchise is 40 years old we are still fighting that battle against the rangers for whatever bragging rights supremacy whatever you want to call it despite the fact that we've been the better team for the better part of the last 25 years yeah it never seems to end so yeah this was more than a hockey game it was more than a hockey series Right. Devils fans wanted this so bad. The players wanted it so bad. The players we have now, I mentioned Jack Hughes a couple times, but there's a few of them that I truly feel embrace what it means to be a devil, to hate the Rangers. Mm-hmm. You talk to Marty Brodeur, Scott Stevens, 
they hated them. It, yep. this, it wasn't just another game. It really wasn't. And so this was very important, and it's a huge well, step. And Tone, I, I know you want to say something, and let me just say something to off to Bobby's point real quick. Um, I was Ken Danico, Mark Messier, very good friends. Right. The entire they grew up together. They yeah. they played hockey together their whole lives. When Messier got traded to Edmonton, uh, I mean from Edmonton to New York, they didn't talk. That's right. They wouldn't even talk to each other. These that's how much they hated each other. Just I mean, look. It, yeah, we're friends, and I love you, and I'll be there for you. But when hockey season starts, don't call me. Don't stop by my house. I don't want to hear nothing. We're not friends. And that's just that how big this rivalry is. It goes to say that, yeah, that Absolutely. is how big it is. Tone. Uh, no, you know, and I, I, I did say game seven. I knew there was going to go seven games this series. And I, I was conf- for some reason, I was confident we were going to win this game. Um and like you, like we were saying earlier, they came out. I mean, tonight it was a. Th- I mean, we we dominated the whole game. I mean, there was besides those penalties in the the beginning that kind of you know at first I was like, oh, we're not gonna we're not gonna screw ourselves, you know, when right. the ball. Penalty and we killed them. Yep. Yeah, I think about Ball too. Ball's now played in a game seven against the Rangers in the playoffs. This guy is gonna. We're gonna see this dude for years. Yeah, um, yeah. he's emerged. What a solid player, right? Eric Holla, man. Again, I mean, is this guy not in every involved in every big win we have? Look, the the guys that we brought in, the difference between the, our team and the Rangers, the guys we brought in, the veteran guys we brought in, they showed up, mm-hmm. and they brought the young guys with them. And the Rangers did that last year. Mm-hmm. The Rangers had that run last year. They had a, a younger team, and they were able to kind of incorporate those guys. The veterans brought them along, and they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, and that's what happened this year uh, with us. I mean, Hala and especially Palat this last game, this was Palat's, you know, coming out party. This mm-hmm. was, all right, I'm a devil now. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you all, okay, I was injured a lot of the year. It was kind of struggled when I got back in the lineup. Really wasn't making my presence felt. Tonight he made his presence yeah. felt. Yeah, without I think he later rival, you know, but Tatar, yeah. put him in the same boat. Tatar, absolutely. a huge goal. So, you know, that second goal is, is, is huge. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it, there's... There's nothing that you can say that's bad about this team tonight, the way that they played. And I did have major reservations about them coming in because I just don't like Game 7s. It's that simple. I mean, I love watching them when it's not the Devils, but, you know, it's that uh, a puck off Kreider's leg. It's a bullshit call. It's something goes yeah, your way. Some little, and, little bounce. But the, the, the mental fortitude of this team, they don't let anything get in their head. We've seen it all year. They don't get rattled. And, okay, we took a couple of penalties. Maybe some of them were bullshit. Maybe a weaker team, maybe a lesser team, maybe a more inexperienced team lets that get in their heads. Yeah, you saw Jack tighter. jawing about the non-call. Yeah. And I was a little concerned because, you know, we need Jack to always be at his best. And, you know, you don't see him complain to the refs very often. It's very rare. And you could see him clearly go, wait, that was a hook, you know, or that's a fucking hook or whatever he was trying to say. Exactly. (laughs) And, you know, I was like, oh, shit, is it going to be one of those games when even your top guys are frustrated by the bad calls? But they yes, pulled it, it together. It totally was right. one. But of they didn't let him. They didn't let it get down. Where the Rangers' top guys were frustrated, not by the calls, <laughs> but, by, but by us. Exactly. Our gameplay. Exactly. So, I was surprised that, that, but that stick to the face with Brad. I was surprised they didn't call that. And I saw oh, a video yeah. where the, the guy the, he was looking right at it. He actually like, yes. five is. seconds of sticking the helmet. Yeah. I mean, they didn't you call know, it because we were already on the power play, and yeah. it's just bullshit. After um, we got the two goal lead, it seems like they stopped. You know bagging for the rangers it's very interesting you know they're like okay very we friendly. tried it's over you know that's what it yeah. felt like it felt very coordinated <laughs> we gave you your break buddy you yeah, yeah. now you're on your own yeah now we're just gonna call a normal game yeah 
the NHL must be disappointed the Devils have advanced. <laughs> you know. Well, I'll tell Boston. you, the NHL is definitely disappointed that Boston's out. That's yeah. for sure. And yeah, they probably are. Uh, you know, well, they're I mean, the like, they're looking at big markets. You know, I mean, you look at who's left, right? You know, they don't want to see. Uh, you know. Uh, I don't know, Dallas, New Jersey series or Edmonton, New Jersey series. They don't want to see that. 2000 ended pretty well. What was that? 2000 ended pretty well. Yeah. (laughs) I know they don't want to see it. Um, Just to enhance your point, Chris, real quick, because I know we're going to probably move on to other things that happen here. Uh, Regarding the people that we brought in, the players that we brought in, um, I will argue that to me it's really close between um, Schmidt and Halla as far as series MVP. That's how valuable I think Halla was, obviously. His production, and then, I mean, the play of the series to me, and Tony brought this up, that keep in by Palat in this game seven. That I mean, that might literally be the play of the series. So those two guys, right? And I've shit on Palat, not because I don't love him, because I'm like, I don't know, six million a year. Like, how's that going to translate over the next few years? And I knew he was a playoff guy, but in this moment, for everything this team needed, like that is exactly what this guy can bring. So, I mean, those two. So which is phenomenal. it? Which, what's your uh, playoff MVP? Because that's a great question. <laughs> I'm going to actually go with Halla. I know Schmidt played out of his mind, and what he did is stuff of legend, right? Two shutouts, including the Game 7 shutout. Mm-hmm. I get that. But Halla as more of a role player to do what he did more timely, I think. I don't know. I'll just go with Halla, but I could go Schmidt either way. Well, what about you, Dan? That is a tough call. I have not given it a lot of thought. I really haven't. And um, as I look at it, I can't argue with what Bobby said. It's great. Um, I, th- I think also, like, it's easy to overlook the impact of somebody like Jack Hughes. And it's like he's huge in that series. He drew so much Ranger attention. He's got to be in the conversation for series MVP, and just like he is in every game. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Like, you get past, like, what Schmidt has done. It's incredible. Look, Jack, Jack is he also was in the running for um, best gymnastic MVP with some oh of his God. self-inflicted right? foot moves today. Yeah, yeah. He was all over the place. I don't know what that was. I don't know. If I had to pick, I'm going to go with Schmid because it's maybe a multiplayer tie. Yes. And, you know, the goalie uh, bias tells me, you know, Schmid has done something incredible, emerges the true number one here. Yeah, you know what? Second round, it, it could all go south, but... Look at this guy. Can you see it going south on Schmidt? I honestly can't right now. You know, he's just been amazing. So I got to make him the MVP. How about you, Tone? I go with Schmidt. I I think it's Schmidt. I mean, how? I don't see how they don't give him that. You know, so I mean, I got to figure out all his numbers over the series. Uh, What was his goals against average? What was his uh, save percentage? It's got to be pretty off the charts with those shutouts coming in. Yeah, one seven something come in, so that's gone so down to a one six something. I think it was probably. a one seven one five. six, and Shisterkin was a one seven nine. He had him beat. Let me see here. Save percentage has got to be pretty high too. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like nine five or something. I would go uh, with Schmidt for the series MVP. What he did, um, you know, everything from back against the wall game three. You lose that game, series is over, and right. he plays fantastic. Gives us a chance to win at the end. Uh, games four. Uh, played fantastic again. Um, the team played great in front of him in Game Four. It was another close game. Kept him in it. Game Five, he was fucking dominant. He was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Four nothing shutout. Um, you know, had a little rough patch on Game Six, but you know, it, the bottom line is with this team. You know, you can say with the goalies, whether it's Vanacek or Schmid, they go as the team goes. 
Uh, when you play like sure. shit in front of any goalie, I don't care. You're gonna get scored on. Well, Sturk is we, great, and he lost. So yeah, and and so I gotta go. And then he comes in today, game seven, twenty three year old kid playing in USA, USA, yeah, USHL two years ago, and the kid comes in and he pitches his second shutout in the series. I, I gotta go with Schmidt, and I think yeah, he just huge bounce you, back. You, you keep riding him. You keep riding him. You oh, put him in game one. Yeah. Wednesday I mean, night. you have to. You um, have to. You know, as much as I love Vanacek, it's a great, um, it's a great card to keep in your pocket if you need it. Um, oh, definitely. Let's hope we don't. Can't argue. But yeah, we got I mean, a better backup now than we thought we did, and yeah, and by that I mean if, number if, one is a backup, right? Yeah, that's good. Exactly, because Smith's emerged as like a number one that nobody could even think he was that uh, far ahead in his career, and now we got Vanacek as a backup. I mean, yeah, that's what has happened in this series, and that's what you're gonna have to ride. I'm sure. And before we jump on to something else, and I just to just kind of put a little bow on this this game, I think we have to talk about Lindy Ruff and the amazing job he did coaching this team in this first round. Yeah. Um. Uh. And and look, you you know you said you gave Pilat a lot of shit. Nobody gave Lin, Lindy more shit than me. Yeah, um, I was close second. Uh, yeah, Dan was right there. We you know just some of his, his questionable things throughout the season, but when it comes to this playoff. First of all, having the balls to put Schmidt back in there because I think that a lot of people were calling for V to go in. I thought they were going to put V in. Especially with the way they pulled him in the last game when it clearly wasn't his fault. Looking back on it now, it's like, no, let's not leave him out there to get shelled. Let's protect him kind of move. At the time, I thought maybe it was like, because I never felt like the Devils, you know, accurately valued who was in net, especially the way they brought Blackwood in all the time. So I wasn't sure. I thought they were like, okay, you fucked up, Schmid. Now Vanacek's in. Right. So who knew right. which way they were going to go in this game? I, you know, To have the confidence to go with him again right. after Game 5 performance and the way the team played in front of him. And then taking Lazar out, who scored a, one of the okay. only goals. I still don't understand this, but even though they won. I don't understand it. I heard Sal was saying that there's a good chance he's battling through some kind of injury, so maybe that was what it was. Okay. Um, but but you put Wood in, who was a fucking spaz the first two games, basically you know cost you penalties, yes. took stupid offensive zone penalties, yes. just did just was uh, you know completely a wrecking ball for you know the Devils. It just he he completely shipwrecked a lot of every time he was on the ice. So he gets benched for three games. They put him back in. They put Igor Sir, I mean, um, oh my God, um, uh, Sharon Govich. Sharon Govich, yeah. And who hadn't played at all this series. I was and shocked to both. see him come back, even more than Wood for some reason. I was like, okay, Wood, you know, you know, he's got Sharon Govich. His last performance was flat, and I yeah. was shocked that he they put him back in. But you know, tonight he played. I thought the best game I've seen him play in a long time. He was really good on the penalty kills in the first three periods. Uh, and again, uh, Wood didn't played within himself. He didn't get you know uh, into any kind of penalty trouble. Didn't try to do too much, and that was all we needed from him tonight. You know, so I think Lindy Ruff having the faith in his team and um, to putting these guys in that were ice cold sitting this whole series, uh, and it worked out. And then the stars showed up. The Clutch guy showed up, Michael McLeod. Can't say much about him. Best face-off guy left in the playoffs. Awesome. Hands down, best face-off man left in the playoffs. So valuable now. Um, Love watching yes. him take those face-offs. He's like a and maniac then, with that. His yes. trigger is just ready to go. And then, and then you know, you get him chipping in goals. That's gravy. Yeah, and, uh, huge. Man, just uh, Lindy Ruff, this coaching staff, did an amazing job this entire series with just keeping everything tempered 
and having these guys playing with a level, a, a level head coming into Game 7 where they did not look like this moment was too big for them. They yeah. looked like it in Game 1, but they did not look like it in Game 7. Um, I mean, anybody else want to talk a little bit about this game before we go on? Because, hey... Unlike the Rangers, we're still playing hockey. We have to look forward. We, have to, we can't we just have look to back. Look forward. So Some teams Rangers, can only look back. Right. So to the Rangers, sucks to be them. Yeah, been there, done that. Bye. Off to Carolina. All right. Carol- Hurricanes <clears throat> won their series against the Islanders in six games. It was an extremely low-scoring game. Not too hard. Um, Carolina has a lot of injuries right now. They are. Up in the air with goaltending between Ranta and Freddie Anderson. Um, and I think that, yeah, they are an extremely good team. But I think when it comes to how we skate, how we play, I don't know if they can skate with us. I really don't. Um, I'm going that the Devils are going to win that series. And we'll talk about it more, but I'll just throw that one out there. I'm mm-hmm. taking the Devils in six. They're going to go on to the Eastern Conference Finals. And if they play this way, man, they're going to go even further than that. So, uh, guys, thoughts on Carolina? Devils and Suns. Well, just, you know, you have any, I mean, what do you think of Carolina? I mean, I'm, I, Carolina's a good team, but I think we're better. Um, I think Carolina is – I think the Rangers were, are going to be a tougher I, – I mean, who, what do I know, I guess, when it comes down to the playoffs because anything could happen. Well, you, I, you, you're the only one who called Devils in seven. Yeah. So, congrats, congrats well, on that. Over. We all had them earlier. Yeah. Well, you know, I even, we were talking earlier, too. I was confident they were going to win tonight. Of course, I was mm-hmm. nervous. How do you not be like, you know, I mean, it's game seven. I mean, I didn't sit down one time. But I think that uh, Devils are a better team than Carolina. I think we're definitely – I don't know if they can keep up with us. Um, and if Schmidt plays like this with Vancheck on the backside, or, you know, I think that we're uh, just a better team. I really yeah. do. Bobby? Yeah, I'm going to call back to earlier in the podcast where I think Chris – it was probably you that brought it up, or maybe all of us in general, about what kind of springboard this could be beating mm. the Rangers. It's not beating some other team. It really isn't. I know a lot of people won't understand that, but it's something greater. If I right. look back honestly at how we match up with Carolina, and they were a great team, and they obviously beat us by one point, the team that started the playoffs for the Devils is not the same team anymore. Very true. This is a very This team grew up very quick. Really did. Faced a tremendous adversity being down 0-2 from home. Uh, despite everything else, you know, you lose game six. You know, all the media attention, it just could have went any way. And we've already dissected today's game and how surgical they beat the Rangers. So I honestly have really no doubt in my mind that they're not going to beat the Hurricanes. I'm just struggling to decide if it's in five or six. Because um, I don't want to be overly cocky. But I just think that what they learned from this um, is just invaluable. But I'm going to stick with a theme that I've said a few times in that, again, I don't think it, to this stage that the Devils will lose more than twice to a particular team as they learn from them. So for that reason, I'll go with six. Okay. Tell them you to say something. Yeah, I was going to say, do you guys notice, I mean, not to, not to go off the topic of this game, coming up, but have you noticed how silent the Ranger fans have been? I have a few that I know who I have not heard from yet tonight. I didn't hear from them tonight. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> well, I didn't I hear from them. They're, they're, uh, they're crying. Yeah. What are you going to do? They're crying. What are Speaking they going to say? Speaking of crying, bring that back up again later. Yeah, I love it. I mean, it, it, it is, and we got to, you know, maybe we have some time 
in between, well, we got to dedicate a show just to the Ranger fans in our area. What well, just give them a few days to process what they're feeling, how quickly they put their jerseys away, you know, like just to just to document here in Jersey where we're suffering Ranger fans who wake up and like think, you know, oh, it's, they they got it, it's the Devils, we're gonna win. I can't wait to see them just all just disappear as we enjoy yep. the second round. Oh, I can't wait to put XM on tomorrow and listen to, you know, Cooley and all these guys who, yeah. you know, were going on about how much better the Rangers are and the devil this yeah. and that. I can't wait till tomorrow to listen to, you know, them, I don't know, just make excuses. Most likely, you know, I think you got to give the Devils credit just straight up. They were the better team. Uh, but then Carolina. Yeah, so Carolina is a good team. They've always managed to stay ahead of us. But I feel like we always had a little quiet confidence with them in the regular season, but Bobby made a great point. This isn't the team they even played. The Devils have grown up fast. They learned how to play a very tough team defense that they have not really shown much in the regular season, and that is huge. That was my biggest question mark with them. You take that away, and you say, can this team still score clutch goals? And the answer against the Rangers is yes. They are a scary team. So I really don't see the Devils losing to Carolina uh, as much as I respect Carolina. They've done a great job. Staying in the top of the division all year, and they put to bed their opponents, so you got to give them respect. But, um, you know, I think it'd be too disrespectful to go game five, uh, Devils win in five, rather. Right. But um, I have to go with six, not just because of that, but because I want to ride on Tony's bandwagon here because he picked the Devils in seven, where I think I picked them in five. So, yeah, me, yeah me too. I I'm going to say, I'm just going to tag team off Tony there and try to get a little of his leftovers in this point <laughs> race. Because we need to also, by the way, conclude at least at some point tonight by announcing of the five of us, the four okay. Uncle Puckers and guest star, um, uh, yeah. who is in the lead okay. when it comes to this. And I can't wait to get so. to it, but you want to talk about Carolina too, right? Well, I mean, let's. You, know, you let's already picked six, right? You, you're let's, done. With let's go. To, let's go to this. Sure. Because we 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 all picked our first round series, right? Uh, on this show, and you know, you can go back and listen to that if you want. Now we're doing and a we, point system, right? Is we're that, doing like, a point system. Okay, how's that now, work? How, okay, so if you guessed the series correct, it's one point. If you guessed the series correct in the amount of games, you get two points. Not two so, additional points. Two points total. Just two points. Gotcha. So you can only get one point or two points. Gotcha. So or zero Tony, points. Tony picked the Devils in seven. Mm-hmm. He gets two points. We all picked them in Bobby six, Medan and I five. We each get one point. Gotcha. So I'm in last place. I have five points. Okay. Tony and Bobby have six points. Dan has seven points. All right. And wait, we gotta stop no, no. right. Th- wait, hold on. Okay. I think we just stop right. Dan six. Tony has seven. Or wait. No, Tony, no, no. Points, points, right? points, 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 Bobby, points. I have five points. Right. Tony has Tony and you have six oh, points. Full rounds. Other teams. Full rounds. Right. Yeah, Entire yeah. Counting first round. Let's be clear with that. This is every first round matchup, first East round matchup. and West. Yes. You get a point for calling the winner, and you get an additional point for calling the number of games of the series. And in that race, uh, I think I've won. So we're done. It's a good show, guys, <laughs> and uh, I appreciate it. We'll see you guys next time. If there was, first of all, only one round in this hockey um, playoff. That's true. There and, are three more and rounds. two yeah. if you, there wasn't another person. Okay, I forgot about the guest player. The guest player, Caden, uh, Pennsylvania. Caden, Pennsylvania.
got nine points. Nine points! <laughs> nine points! This kid nine kills it with points. nine points better than the Corgi, which, by better the way, the if corgi. you don't know the NHL Corgi, <laughs> I want you to guys go to check out NHL media stuff and see the Corgi, and I will tell you, uh, fuck you to the Corgi, because he picked the Rangers, and then when he picked uh, you know, um, Boston going down, I started getting legitimately scared. Yeah. He picked everything right, except for us. That's so. Right. But you know and what? We have something better than the Corrigi here on Uncle Puckers. It's that guest player, Caden. Let me How write this down again. So, so Caden's so, in the lead with nine. He's in the lead. Yep. Yeah. So, so if we if we start off now, we go to the West, right? And that was um, the Vegas um, versus Winnipeg series. That Vegas won in five games. Yeah. Tony picked Vegas in six. Dan took the Jets in seven. Bobby took the Jets in six. I took Vegas in six. Caden took Vegas in five. Now, so he for any for any new that. listeners, because uh, I don't know if we said this tonight, uh, the guest player Caden Pennsylvania is uh, how old? He just turned nine. He just turned nine. So our collective ages are close to two hundred years, gentlemen, and we lost somebody who has less than five percent of that time on this earth, proving we know nothing. <laughs> yes. And I have to say, I think that Caden. I'm looking real quick. I the only ser- he only didn't get points in two series. He didn't get points. He took the Maple Leafs in seven, and he took the Bruins in four. And those are the only two that he didn't get points in. He got two. He took the Devils Wait, in which seven. Which everybody lost points, points to he the Bruins. Got the everybody he got one point for the Leafs. He picked the Leafs. Right? The Leafs lost. I mean, the Leafs. No, he didn't pick the Leafs. Did he? I didn't. No, he took the. Oh, oh he, took he did Tampa take Bay. the Leafs. I screwed so up. So wait, he only oh lost God, one he got series. Eleven points. <laughs> Wait, he got even more? Two. You say one in seven. Oh, my God. So he has 11 points. He's got oh almost double the median score, which is six, which is yeah. you guys. Yeah. He got more than double his, uh, his you know, Uncle uh, Chris there. And um, he's, yeah, he's, he's destroying us. Kay. And he's nine years old, proving that when you get older, you just get dumber. Caden is the hockey whisperer. What a what a first round for Caden, Pennsylvania. Give it up, guys. All right, Caden. Right. I think we got to listen to him do his own picks for the next round at some point. Can you, if you can yeah. Maybe even record it or something. Just record it or it's something, maybe. Record right. the audio and play it. Because that would so, be, so that'd be can, hilarious. So I, I can reiterate this to him tomorrow morning as well as the good news of the Devils' yes. domination of the Rangers. It's Caden yes. 11. What are the final four again? Okay, Dan seven has seven. For me. Oh, I'm wow. on his heels. That's I'm coming after kill. him. I'm coming after that kid. You well, it's going to be really hard because there's just not that many games. I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, We're going to get Tony. You and Tony have six, and I have five. Oh my goodness! So now yeah. we're going to. He's got almost our double your points. Almost double your so, points, Bob. Yeah. There are eight teams left and eight teams gone, and we are going on to the second round. Let's start with the West. Oh my we goodness! We have Edmonton. First, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, Edmonton, who knocked off the uh, Los Angeles Kings in seven, in six or seven. I keep forgetting that one. I don't know. Was that six? I think that was six. Yeah, that was six. Um, so Edmonton, Las Vegas. Uh, Las Vegas, who just ran rough shot over Winnipeg in five. They've been off for like a month and a half now. Yeah. So uh, we'll go around the horn. Uh, with the Edmonton Vegas game, just if you want to throw a quick thought, give us who you think is going to win. We'll start. We'll go Tony, Bob, Dan, myself. But uh, Tony, Edmonton, Las Vegas, go. Oilers in seven. That's all you got for me. Yep, Oilers that's all I got seven. for you. I think they're just okay. going to be a tough series, and I just, uh, you know, I'm just a, I'm pretty impressed with Edmonton right now. So, Bob, that's my pick. 
a uh, lot of rest for Vegas. I know they're not purely defensive, but I, I want to go with the whole offense versus defense because anytime you're talking about the Oilers, to me, you're talking about the premium offense. Um, God, I wasn't prepared to answer this question, to be honest. But, yeah, uh, Oilers in seven as well for me. Oilers in seven for Bob. And you can come uh, either, if you want, you can text me or before we start the next show or whatever, you can give me Caden's picks. I'll try to record him. That'd be good. I know he's sleeping. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to play him. So, Dan... Okay, um, I want to be the Oilers spoiler, and uh, I want to go with Vegas. I would love to see a conference final of two expansion teams. That would be Vegas, fantastic. Seattle. So I'm okay. taking Vegas. I'm taking Vegas in six, uh, and, and you know we'll see what plays out. Honestly, I'm not 100% sure of this pick by any means, but that's what I want to see, so I'm just going to go with my gut right now. Now, I had Vegas. I mean uh, the Oilers going to the Stanley Cup finals. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah gonna stick with that but vegas vegas looked so good in that series against winnipeg yeah that and and now with mark stone back and you know he's playing on a different level it's i'm gonna go oilers in seven just to keep what you know the oilers moving forward so i'm taking the oilers in seven i say that with absolutely no confidence because i think that vegas is a unbelievably good team um, and then, so we're going to move over to the second series in the West, and that's Stars Kraken. Um, and Tone, we'll go with you. Uh, well, you know, Kraken uh, upsets the Stanley Cup champions last night in their building, knocking Colorado off in seven. Um, and then you got the Dallas Stars, who went, took six games, but they did pretty much dominate um, the Winni- uh, the Minnesota Wild in that first round. Jake Ottinger played amazing. Uh, in that series, that I think that's going to be a hell of a series. Stars cracking, Tone. Yeah, I'm going to go cracking in six, actually. And it's funny because I didn't pick the cracking to get out of the first series, but I'm really impressed with their play. Um, that's why we recede, my uh, friend. Da- you know, Dallas is tough, but you I'm going to go with the cracking. Yeah, I'm going six with the cracking. Okay. All right, uh, Dan. I'm going to go the cracking. I'm going to take them in seven. Uh, I, again, it's a little bit of my gut because I told you already I want those uh, new franchises coming out of the West. You know, like the West is in disarray. Let's not kid ourselves. And so this is the kind of year for that crazy shit to happen. I really hope it does. Dallas is a good team, so there's no way the Kraken are going to do this in some kind of sweep or five games. I'm just going to stick consistent and stay with Kraken uh, in seven. Okay, Bobby, we're at the uh, Stars Kraken. What do you got? Yeah, I have the Stars going further, so um, I still like the way they're playing. I'm very impressed with the Kraken, but I'm going to go with the Stars to pull this out in six. Hmm. I um, love Seattle, and I really am impressed with how they played that first round. I think that they are a very good team. They have a lot of good parts. I just think Dallas is a better all-around team, and I think their goaltending is better. Then Grubrauer, I think Ottinger has played amazing. I'm going to go with the Stars, and I'm going to say that the little fairy tale for the Kraken comes to a screeching, screeching halt. Stars win it in five. Can I ask a question real That's quick? I had, to, I had to jump out for one second. Chris, did you yes. recede a team that you had originally picked to go further? I'm not sure if we can do that when I was... Yeah, you can. Okay. Yeah, so receding. You had, you could... Originally, you had the Oilers going all the way to the finals, but based on yes. the way they played, you have changed that. 
Well, no, I still have the Oilers. Oh, going. I missed it. That's I, what I'm saying. I, I missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took the Oilers and. I didn't even know okay. we picked um, winners all the way to the end. Did we do that? Well, well we, we never discussed who we thought we never, would win. Yeah. Okay. From Some of us brackets. volunteered it. I got you. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, kind of did it on our own. Maybe, gotcha, gotcha. Maybe next year when the playoffs start, we'll do it a different way if this way is a little wonky and we kind of didn't. No, I think it. we kind of fun to do cool both. to kind of have both. Yeah. Because obviously, yeah, if I exactly. pick Team X to win the Stanley Cup and they lose in the first round, my bracket's busted. Yeah. So then right. I recede. But if I don't, right. I feel but, like you I know, should. You should pay my, some kind of penalty. Like, you have to, like, wear a something stupid or you have to pay some kind of penalty for reseeding that'd be great we should do that going forward you know the penalty for me should be you're you're just not a good uncle pucker and you can't do this anymore (laughs) (laughs) so he was out your son may be the winner of your house though bro i I have i know i know we gotta get him we gotta get him on the show i mean i can get him on if we yeah do a non-post game we're just doing a lot of post game shows now because you know what it's playoffs you can stay up late school's not as important as you think it is i have a kid (laughs) going into college next year i'm gonna tell you you can take a few nights to stay up and watch hockey so so i had my this is this is my original bracket um so i had the canes and the devils meeting in the next round i had tampa bay and the bruins meeting in the next round neither Mm. one of them are going I had Vegas uh, playing the Oilers, which we're getting, and I had the Wild playing Colorado, which we're not getting. So I was, and then I had the Oilers playing the Wild in the Western Conference Finals. I had the Devils playing Boston in the Western Conference Finals, yeah. and then I had Boston, Edmonton Stanley Cup Final, Ugh. and Edmonton winning the cup. That was where I was at. Gotcha. So I had to, you know, reseed because I only wow. picked five correct. Yeah, that's amazing, right? Like, what a yeah. crazy playoffs this has been in the first it round. It really has. It really um, has. So, so now we're over to the Eastern Conference, where I dropped my pen. So, oh, oh hope you find it. It's in the East somewhere. Yeah. Talk to me, Goose. Well, you know, you don't need that pen anyway. Is number one. Number two, um, <laughs> in the East, we've got Florida, Toronto, and. You know, I know what my gut says, what I want to win, but both teams need to be respected here. They've done something special for each of them. Um, I don't know. I mean, what are you guys feeling? Well, I'll tell you, I was one of those people that thought if Toronto somehow made it out of the first round, and I wasn't at the time when I made the pick, I, it wasn't, I wasn't taking Tampa Bay because, oh, Toronto has made it out of first round 19 right. years. Some kind of jinx. Yeah, exactly. It was because Tampa Bay was Tampa Bay, and they were the three-time Eastern Conference champions, and until they lose, they're the champs. Mm-hmm. So I went with them, and Tampa Bay and Toronto beat them. Um, and Toronto, I think, is now has that weight off of their shoulders that they can um, proceed to lose, lose for 10 yeah. years in the, the second round. Could, in the second round. So no, no, but maybe. I think I think Toronto is a really good team. I think the pieces that they put in place um, were at the trade deadline have worked perfectly for them, and they finally got this monkey off their back. And I don't think that's going to be enough for the Maple Leafs. They want more. As far as Florida goes, like you said, they're playing with house money. They can. It doesn't matter what happens now. They weren't even supposed to be in the playoffs, and they sure as hell weren't. You know, maybe maybe if they lost to Boston in six, they can keep their head up. But nobody thought they were going to win in seven. Yeah, nobody but thought boy, they were going to win. They are loving that underdog role, and you yeah. know the media and the NHL is going to give them that again. Yeah, and and Bobrovsky now is playing like Bobrovsky. Yes, I and mean, that's dangerous because uh, he's amazing. Yeah, Florida right now has a um, 
an arrogance about them. Uh, you know, this this the underdog role, and yep. they're just they're tough as nails. Bobrovsky is the best uh, Russian goalie in the, in the in the playoffs still. Now that yeah. Vasilevsky's out, yeah. So I that's going to be a really tough one. Um, Tom, what do you think about that Maple Leaf Panther series? I'm going to go with uh, Florida. I'm going to go with Montour and Kachuk, and I think I'm going to pick them in six. Um, wow. But, yeah, I've been impressed. I mean, you know, they're such a weird team. What they, I mean, they really, really believe they are much better. They believe they're much better than they may be. Actually, this team is not. Not a they're deluded. Yeah, they when when they played when they played Boston, you could just tell they did not they were not intimidated. No, that no. that counts for a lot. You're right. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Kachuk's uh, you oh, know sorry. a great leader on that team. I think that he's he not only does he carry them to the playoffs so far, you know, you know he three weeks before the season ended, I mean, he was just grinding that team into the playoffs, and I'm really impressed by them. And I think Toronto, you know, I want to say Toronto's going to win, but something tells me Florida and six. All right, Bob? Oh, definitely, you know, I had Toronto making it through. I felt very confident about that this year. Um, look at this series. It's not the prediction I originally had. On the surface, it's kind of tough to pick. And then all I keep thinking about is, this yeah. guy's phenomenal. He's got the Kachuk factor. I think Florida, is. that's it for Toronto. They made it through one round, but let's just let's just get rid of that now. We'll worry about more rounds later. So I'll take the Panthers, but they're going to be the battle-tested team that goes another seven. And you think the Cats are going to take it seven? Yes. All right. And Dan? I have a hard time picking Toronto to win anything, so I'm kind of biased. I, I want them to lose. Toronto is the New York of Canada. Never forget mm-hmm. that. And so I'm always against them, and I, I want them to lose. And and that said, I I know they're a much-improved team. They're a good team. they got a, a lot of great pieces, so... If the Panthers are going to win, it's going to be an uphill battle. I was back and forth between six and seven. And, you know, just seeing Tony, who, you know, seems like he's got this innate ability to pick, pick six, makes me want to go there. But I'm going to stay, stick with my gut, which is more in line with Bobby, and pick the Cats in seven. Wow. Okay. So everybody's taking the Cats. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Uh, you know, fuck. I hate Florida, uh, the state, and I hate Florida, sure. the team. So that in general, and I, it's not that I hate Toronto. I don't, I mean, not that I like Toronto. I don't like Toronto, but I just think Toronto's the better team. I'm going to go with Toronto. I'm going to, you know, I got to make up some points on you guys anyway. So I have to go the opposite. You all took Florida. So I'm going to take Toronto. I'm going to take them in six. And I think that the little fantasy ride that the uh, Cats are on ends game six in Toronto. It's very plausible. Uh, actually, let me ask you about in Florida. Let me ask you about this. Uh, in uh, Florida, they're banning uh, anybody from who's not a United States resident from buying tickets in the opening round. I saw this come across. I haven't verified this with two sources. So if it's bullshit I picked up on, I apologize. I meant to try to verify this. But should that thing be true, uh, you know, what's your feelings about that? That, def- that Florida is going to ban Canadians from buying tickets? I think it's bullshit. Yeah, I don't why, even know why, how the NHL can allow it. Yeah, why? Work. how could you allow anybody? You know, if they come into the country legally, you're telling them that they're not allowed to go to Toronto, to Florida to play for a fucking game? I mean, game? it's why, just about purchases. They're, they're saying purchase. Yeah, well, they, they'll ban anything, you know, true or not. Yeah, but is this matter. coming from, like, DeSantis? Or is this is this coming from someone else? To, I mean, I don't know who else could oh, make I it. I think it's like the organization. That. It's a Panthers organization. 
So they're, they're scumbags, too. So now I really want Toronto to win. And I want the Toronto people to come all the way down to Florida and flood their fucking buildings. Yeah, no, it's, it seems I'm, I'm hitting it all over the place. I've, I've since verified it in multiple sources. Panthers try keeping Toronto fans out by restricting ticket sales to U.S. residents only. That's the story I got in multiple sources, not just the one I saw come across. And, and what do you think about that? I think it's the NHL needs to step in. I can't believe they don't already have a rule for this. This is a multi-nation uh, league, and you can't have. I mean, think how pissed you would be. Um, I think we all went to a game together in Montreal to watch the yes. Devils win, and it was f so much fun. This is so, something for the fans. Right. There's no way you should ban people from other countries. I mean, well, what so, are we so, talking so, about? So Austin Matthews' mom and dad can't go watch him play in Toronto? You not, know, I mean, in Florida? Not like, unless they're, you know, ridiculous. a box guest or somebody with, who didn't need a ticket. Uh, that's, yeah, that's bullshit. The NHL needs to step it's in pretty, on that. They do. That is, I can't believe they It's a ridiculous yeah. um, thing. I mean, it, you know, coming from the Devils-Rangers rivalry, right, where we're, our home yeah. arena is, you know, 60-40, 70-30, we know more than anybody what it's like to be penetrated by the other team. Nobody but in my mind, the, the first enough. thing you do, like, <laughs> listen, it's a poor phrasing. You give your season ticket holders first chance to buy, yeah. and if they sit on their ass, and the away team comes in and purchases those tickets, comes. Oh well, that's it. You, you know, you know what I hope. I, I hope that they. I hope they're allowed to get away with it, and then I hope they're fucking half full because people in Florida don't show up to watch their fucking. That's true. Play. I saw a that's lot of uh, Canadians going, "Hey, wait a second, we kept that franchise afloat." Now exactly. they're probably overstating it, but a lot of. Canadians do winter in Florida, yes. and they're the ones at the fucking games, especially when the Panthers suck. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, and even when they're yeah. good, what do the Floridians know about hockey? Let's be real. Tony, you, Tony, you know what I'm saying. Like, okay, one out of a billion. Yeah, I have to say, I come from where I live in Tampa and St. Pete. It's a whole different story because that out. team always Oh, yeah. Tampa Bay is not Florida Panthers. It's not Sunrise. Agreed. Tampa Bay is a fucking hockey city. And they love hockey there. Miami's a high lie city. Like, they yeah, play exactly. high lie with passion. That's great. Shuffleboard and high lie. Because <laughs> Tampa, I'm always amazed. Even when the team's not good, they pack that bill. They're, you know, they're, yeah. those fans love their lightning. I mean, that's pretty much, you know. But I hate the cats. Something just walked by. <laughs> My wife was running from the background oh, trying, okay. to be, oh, trying to be wow. silent. Um, so uh, she can hop on and say hi. Um, all right, so we all agree that Florida is a shit box. And no, we do not all agree that Florida is a shit box. It kind of uh, is, though. You dude, know I love St. Pete, man. No, no. Yeah, St. Pete's fun. It's fun. St. Pete's Hurricanes mine. Florida's a lot of fun. The Devils. Still a shit box. This is the series we care about. This series begins, I think, either Wednesday. 7 or 7.30 on Wednesday. So yeah. right after this game, That's crazy. the Devils are going to pop the champagne. They're going to hit the showers, and then they're going to jump on a plane, and they're going to head down to Carolina where they're going to play old crazy eyes in the Hurricanes. Uh, and Rob Brindamore, who's a hell of a coach. And um, you know, so, Tone, go. Uh, yeah. Devils. Devils. I mean, I've definitely got the Devils. I'm going to say six. Um, I, you know, I mean, I just think okay. we're the better team. All right. Bob? Um, yeah, I thought, I thought we did this already. Yeah, I think that the Devils <laughs> are going to... I think we did do this. How many? We did do this. I yeah, but, but here's the here's the, this is how he tests you. Now. He tests writing you to out. see if you remember what you picked. I'll, I'll stick yeah. with Devils and Six. Six. Dan, uh, Dan, how many did you take? Devils and Six. All right, Dan. I'm gonna go. I said six earlier. Now I'm thinking about it. You know what? I still have to make up some Trying points. To make a you guys. Point. I'm taking Devils. Devils and five. three. <laughs> I'm taking Devils. 
I'm going to say it's sweet. I'm going to change but... my answer in 15 minutes. Hold on. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, the Devils in five. So, all right. This is, uh, when does this whole thing start? Tomorrow, right? What yeah. Games do we have tomorrow? I'm, I am concerned about them coming out and taking another game to learn their opponent. Like, this was almost deadly. Let's be honest. Here's the downsides to the Devils' win over the Rangers. Let's be very frank and honest. The Devils were a better team, but they went seven. I don't even know if they were a seven-game closeness, but the Devils let that happen by dropping the first two, going, gee, I don't know. The playoffs are different. And I expected that for a period and maybe a game, but we got two games out of that. We can't continue that. We can't take too many games to learn our opponent. The Devils, I think... Now, hopefully, are on the way, you know, like we've got a playoff round under a belt. We've got every reason not to worry. I'm not really worried, but I do predict that if we're going to take two games to, like, wake up, it might be too late. You can't keep doing that for four rounds. Well, let me ask you a question. I'll ask you guys all a question. Like, yeah, we could attribute that first game to the jitters and this sure. team not being in the playoffs ever. You know, most of this, these guys, this is, they were, you know, had no experience. But how much of that, too, was that it was the Rangers? And knowing what that series means to the fans and to the people in that area and to the team itself and right. what like in front of your home said, crowd for the franchise, yes. what that series means. Everybody's well, there you, in the building. Right. And now you got that away. It's gone. You know, you know on game three, whenever if we're playing Wednesday, Friday, probably Sunday, game three on Sunday, you know there's not gonna be uh, you know, 30% Hurricane fans in there. It's going to be all Devil fans. It's a whole new series to reset. I don't think that they're going to go in there with those jitters. I really don't. Yeah, I hope so. Bob? Yeah, um, I think the difference between Game 1 and Game 2 against the Rangers wasn't jitters so much in Game 2. I think no, Game I 2, they, they overcompensated yeah. for some of their weaknesses. Exactly. They tried to do a little bit too much hard work, and then the life of that whole emotional rangers devil series took over it was the same pattern it was a power play goal then another it was the same guy it literally felt like the same game it's like a bad movie sequel where it's like that's the same fucking movie exactly and that's what it felt like so i don't think they were still outside of the first period of game two i don't think they were still learning i think once they figured out first period didn't work they started to play their game at that point it was just a little too little too late and then we saw what they did, uh, short of the one game six that was a little bit of a blip. So I don't think that's going to happen this series. To make you feel more confident, I wouldn't be surprised if it was more like a Devils win the first game and then possibly drop the next two, and then you know again adjust from there. But I think those days are gone. I really do feel like this team grew up. Okay, right, I'm looking forward to it. What games do we have tomorrow? Does anybody have to Florida, Toronto, and that, that's the that seven o'clock game. And uh, Seattle, Dallas at nine thirty. Do we have any of our games uh, days out already? Like, do we know? Are we playing Wednesday, Friday, Sunday? Wednesday. I've, I've seen Wednesday, and I believe Friday, Wednesday and Friday are the only two games. And I think Friday's not the time's not announced yet. Okay, yeah. I gotta get the TV schedule too, because now we're off the first round for yep. MSG. MSG has yeah. nothing anymore. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. I, I I wanted to stick around, but we didn't. Uh, to the very end to find out, are they going to do any pregame, postgame? Yes, they do the pregame and postgame. There's also this uh, GenuCell postgame show that I oh, did you guys is, see that? We're going to get some face cream. It's actually really good. Some, it's, it's I would the, like to see uh, Erica and Danico put like face cream on each other. It's some kind of weird. Uh, 
Like, you know, almost uh, the movie Ghost kind of thing. Right. It's so weird. It's just Danico <laughs> on those freaking Genucel commercials. I love my face. My skin <laughs> has never face. looked so good, Erica. It, it, it glows. I love glowing. That's they, my thing now. <laughs> they had, um, so they have a, a post game. It's it's Maddie Laughlin, Chico, Scotty Gomez. Cool. And the woman that uh, does... Um, the Erica's job for the Islanders. I don't know her name. Is that one we used to call Ishibut? Islander games. No, 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 not her. She's out. Um, yeah, Deb Kaufman. Yeah, Deb yeah. Kaufman. I missed her. Yeah. We said, yeah. she used to just no. wiggle around on that chair so much. Yeah, that like, we're like, she she's got an itchy ass or something. Needs to show, <laughs> buy her a bidet or something. Yeah, anybody who remembers Deb Kaufman, itchy, yeah. itchy butt will make sense. Yeah, totally. But no, not itchy butt Kaufman. Okay. It's uh, the other woman, but it's really good because the Gomer's fun. Uh, yeah, he's after, great. After Game Six, um, they lost. You know, they, they lose Game Six. I put the that post game on the next day. I was just listening to it, and she's like, "You know, how does it, you know, feel like when you go in and you lose that Game Six? Like, you know, uh, you know, just what's it like?" And Gomez just looks at him and goes, "Well, I, I don't know. I mean, we never lost the Game Six. <laughs> <laughs> I have." I have no idea what it's like to blow a game six and then lose a Stanley Cup in game seven. I don't know. Thanks for bringing that up, though. I really appreciate it, you know? That's awesome. I, he's like, it sucks. It just sucks. That's yeah. it. But, uh, you know, you could just... It, I like Scotty. He's so the best. He does a good job. And Chico's awesome um, yeah. seeing him at that. And, and you know, I was... I miss Chico. Bit. I wish he was on the Devil's Broadcast a little bit more, you know? He's... You know, it, I was listening to... Um, Maddie called the Mercer goal and, on radio, uh, yeah, and the radio, and um, yeah, because that game I think was on ESPN, and I yeah, yeah, it, so I put it on, and like he calls that Mercer goal, and Chico's screaming in the background, he's so excited, I love, yeah, it, you know, he's like yes, 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 I he's was the like, best. Yeah, that's what you, you know, that's that's Ultimate what you want to hear from your. I, I listened guys. to uh, one of the losses, uh, maybe it was game two uh, on the radio, and. Um, it was awesome listening to Chico because he got very, you know how Chico gets like very detached and philosophical when they're losing. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, and here they are, and this is what they're doing wrong. And it was like very, it was great. It was, it was awesome. I miss yeah, Chico sometimes. He doesn't hold back yeah. though. Chico says how he no. feels always. He just exactly straight but, shooter. Look, you know we are on to the second round, boys. We yes, did it. this was the biggest monkey. We finally got it off our backs. The Rangers are dead, gone, yep. buried. See you in January or October. What the hell am I saying? January. Nobody local. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. This is this is now a playoff that the they had it on earlier. I don't know if you guys saw the stat. Two thousand six, Carolina won the cup. They're the most recent ones to win the cup out of everybody that's in the playoffs. Yep, there's going to be a new. So we are going to have a brand new Stanley Cup champion that most of like young kids, my kids, you know, your Dan, your kids, I've never Mm -hmm. seen. Right. You know, this is it's going to be somebody it's amazing. Uh, and yeah, I, I, very cool year. Yeah. And I also heard on that same thing, like, legitimately, every one of these teams can win the cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Agree, Even like the Kraken, who thought you would say that, like, legitimately, that's how good and tight this is. It's going to be awesome. Listen, you know, 
Kraken play a, an extremely fast game like us, and they get scoring from everybody, they are a team that, yeah, they can go on a run. I mean, I would love to see, like you said, I would love to see Seattle-Vegas Western Conference Final. That would be awesome. Wouldn't that, that would be build, fun? Crazy yeah, that would shit. start a great rivalry, you know, between those two. If they and, had uh, that and we had the New Jersey-Toronto rivalry, that was a good rivalry for a while there sure. in the early 2000s, too. Like, that was brutal. Owned, but we owned them. So they, yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> we we did. But still, there was a mystique about it because, you know, Toronto was big and bad at the time. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember those series, but that, that Matt was still Sundin, a good series. Yeah, all that shit. Patty Quinn was coaching yeah. them. I yep, remember yep. we were at the game. Uh, it was a clinching game, second round against Toronto. Uh, I think we allowed two shots on goal in the third period. It like was six we shots total, yes. Six shots total in yes. the game. In like a three, it was In a 3 nothing a win, I believe. A dominating performance that yeah. locked that series up. They were some really fun so, series. So amazing to see Toronto, that this, this devil team, up until the last game of the series, I didn't think they were capable of that kind of snuffery. of no. shutting. Up. But now I think that's not far off from what they did to the Rangers when they had the lead. And I was like, I'm completely shocked by what the Devils did. I hope they keep that up. It's a completely you know, different the, the devil team that we've ever seen before. I mean, oh, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, definitely. I mean, they, they, their defense is just not letting you have a chance. They don't let you breathe. They smother. They hunt that puck down, no matter where you are, no matter on the ice, all three zones. They hunt it down. They play in the offensive zone. They wear you down to the point that you know when you get that lead in the third period, they can kind of well ice it all night. I don't care, and we're not letting you get through the neutral zone. And yep. they did it to perfection. I'm shocked. Like, they turned that on like a light switch. The way, yeah. I mean, they, they go out hard first two periods, get three, get four, lock it down. Um, and we look, they're still a young team. We've seen it this series. Well, we're going to see it against Carolina. If we move further, we're going to see it. They can have stinkers, but they learn from it. They don't we, have yeah. more than one. We they still don't. saw, for as good as they played today, overskating by some very important players. We saw Jack Hughes. Losing his mind, losing his feet a couple times. Uh, we saw he, Jesper he Brett over skating the puck again, just just one step too quick. But that you're gonna hope get kind of gets better with every round, you know. Well, don't you think now things are settling now? They now, they, they should, they're, but they're, today they were still a little jumpy. The stars right, were, but, but and, you know, and, and they still managed to redeem themselves. Look at yeah, look true. at Hughes bury that beautiful feed. Yeah. I mean, it just buried it. There was total finish in that goal. And that goal was, that was the nail in the coffin. Sure that was it. I mean, that. you know, so you could say, I totally get it. He was like, maybe trying a little hard and, and all over the place. You see Hughes losing edges. It was, it was crazy. You know, he was definitely was playing with urgency to the point of, okay, is he all right? And then when it came time, he scored. He was, you know, doing everything shows right. shows me how bad he wants to drive this team to success. Yep. Like he just yep. does. So much to grow into still. Yeah, and I, I mean, I just think they're, those nerves from playing the Rangers, they were real, man. They heard it constantly. Now that all disappears. Yep. There's yeah. none of that anymore. Now they can just kind of focus more on the game at hand. There's no higher Carolina. pressure matchup in hockey, yeah. though. I mean, to take yeah. any of your teams, take your rival, there is nothing that you're going to face like the Devils Rangers. That is the, no. the And they might not appreciate it in the rest of the country, but it's the total most difficult rivalry especially for the devils you know you got the whole world against you new york media is the biggest media in the world yeah and then like you said to actually now have a playoff round that's going to be all devils fans with like a spattering of canes fans as opposed to actually dividing your building 
anywhere yeah. from 50-50 to 70-30. It's absurd. No other fan base has to deal with that. Mm-hmm. You're right. We no. do. And now we don't. Mm-hmm. We moved on, and they suck. That's true. Yeah, I was, you know, I was really impressed with, and I heard this uh, all day today or before the game, and I've heard this a couple other games too. Is the way Ruff kept that locker room? It was very calm. They said before the game today, they yeah, said they the play ping pong and shit. No one was. It was not as stressed. There was not. I mean, I mean, the fans were stressed, but obviously, but you know, they said that it was a very loose locker room, and you have to give credit to him for that because you know, yes. um, the, we've you know, like the, this series was obviously a tough one, um, and we said this before. Like the one thing we were lacking was experience. This experience was. Game seven against the Rangers. This was such a task at hand. Yeah. I mean, it's just, Huge. you know, if you really think about, you know. You know, Ruff did a great Absolutely. job. The whole coaching staff did a great job. Uh, you know, Carolina's no pushover. And they're, they've been no. here before. They're, they've made it to – Ron Brindamore has not lost a first round since being head coach. Wow. Um, you know, these they're, they've won a cup. Brindamore's won one, they did two. One as a coach, one as a player, right? Or just one as a player. I don't know. Um, With, anyway. Uh, yeah. Was it 2006? Was Something the last like time? That. So that was he was playing, right? So yeah, that was that, that, that he didn't win it as a coach, I guess. But you know they're not going to be a pushover. But I just think the Devils play this way, nobody's going to beat them. They play this way, nobody's going to beat them the way they played tonight. Yep. Carolina will not be able to beat them, and they just have to go out there and execute. Um, so we have uh, Wednesday night, seven o'clock. So things are going to be a little different for our schedule now, right? Post game or pre game. Post. Okay. Post. So, again, uh, we can do this. Um, it'll be have to be a little bit later on Wednesday because of my work schedule, which kind of sucks. Or we can do it on Thursday if you guys want either way. Um, uh, so we can talk about that. We'll figure it out. But does anybody else have anything else they want to share on this amazing evening for the New Jersey Devils? Oh, I forgot one thing that I heard constantly during the game. Igor. I don't like e- that. What? <laughs> I don't like that. Why? I don't like that because, you know what, Igor Sesterkin is an amazing goaltender, and I just feel like if you give him any more kind of motivation, I don't like that. But it I didn't get turn nervous around. when they do it. What? It didn't turn him around. No, 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 but it doesn't mean <laughs> I know what I'm you're saying, Chris. It. I think um, it, it, in a previous games, it was actually not such a bad thing because it, it told the Rangers how bad they were sucking. Yes. And at this point, I didn't mind they were doing it in the third period, especially, just to say fuck you to the ranger fans who bought tickets and came to the game and um other than that you're absolutely right what are you chanting that he's like a vesna trophy winning amazing goaltender he's a great goaltender that you would be lucky to have on any team okay so i i I take nothing away from him the razzing him if the fans enjoy it and they're fucking with the rangers players or fans I'm I'm okay with that because this is the world we live in, but it's not my go-to move. Neither is even the Rangers suck chant, especially no. in games that don't involve the Rangers. That always <laughs> bothers me. That makes me so angry. Yeah, but, but you know what? The Rangers do suck. Let's talk about <laughs> one play before we wrap it up. When right. Igor Shosturkin came flying out of his fucking crease and got remote over yeah. by Heischer yeah, on that right. play. I love it. I absolutely loved it. He fucking deserved it. Yeah. But why was that whistle called? All right, so I I guess what they were saying is there was a penalty, and I feel like this was on totally Miller. yeah on Miller. But no, but I feel like this was after. Puck. I know this was totally after the fact, and they didn't want to let that be the goal that decided the game because that would have decided the game, and so they called it back, and they they realized they couldn't get away with it, and they gave it to them. There were so many calls and non calls that honestly, 
I start feeling like I don't even want to think about them and talk about them. A, the devil's one, and B, it makes you feel like you're doubting your sanity at this point. You don't know where to start right. and end. Right. But I do, I will tell you in all honesty that the, the NHL was definitely in the bag for the Rangers. They, they're, they're officiating, especially through the first period and then some, was definitely in the bag from the Rangers. And, you know, like, I wouldn't doubt for a second that they did not want that goal to be the deciding goal. Because Shesterkin ended up looking like ass. It ended up being like, oh my God, what a shit play. Overflopping. Right, exactly. on the ice. Exactly. And he's been, you know, trying to come out and play the puck. I give him credit. He's a great puck handler. And he wanted to, like, be the man, jump out there. He gets more intense and upset the worse his team is doing. And he was pissed. And that's why he came out so far. If his team was, like, in the lead, he wouldn't have done that. You know? So, you know what was going on there. I don't take anything away from him, but... You know, yeah, I didn't agree with the call. I don't know. Tone, what did yeah, you I see like that. with that? I didn't like the call either. Um, but I think, you know, Shesterkin, he was getting frustrated. I think they started yeah. sinking into their heads. I think when they went into that third period, they kind of knew, oh, you know, now we're really in trouble now. And I think the Devils were like sharks swarming, um, even before the third goal. But I will say this, and I think that, you know, guys like uh, Schmid, uh, Siegenthaler, McLeod, um, and Halla, welcome to the history of the Devils Rangers series because now you're burnt into it. You're going to be yeah. 20 years from now, people are going to look back and say, Remember when Siegenthaler scored that goal in that series? Yes. Or, you know, McLeod in game seven, um, Tatar in game seven. I mean, so it's just, you know, what we saw tonight was special. You know, I mean, definitely. Was... Sure was, but it ain't over. It ain't over. So, it's know, the biggest no more... Devil game seven win. Yeah, against the absolutely. Rangers ever. Absolutely. And the biggest uh, devil game seven win, maybe ever? Uh, Try to think. No, no we got to take Anaheim for the cup. <laughs> but if you take that one away, this is number two, isn't it? Mm, I'll go Anaheim. I mean, Ottawa 2000. Okay. Mm, That's pretty big. Definitely, because it goes Eastern on to win. Conference Jeff Friesen, Bernie. Um, yeah, yeah, that was Eastern. Or was that 2001? I, I don't remember what Definitely the was, biggest round one win. Eastern I'll tell you that. Most definitely the best round one. Definitely the best Ranger win game seven against the Rangers, rather. That's right. So, yeah, but I mean, no. It was right there. And I said to you guys, other, I texted you guys, other than any cup-winning series, this was by far my favorite series. And the yes. one that I wanted to win more than any of Absolutely. Because we're starting uh, our, our franchise off. This, yes. this, this is the debut. And to start off on this foot, huge. Yeah, oh we're going to be oh loving this God. for years. And, you know, the, the Rangers had no answers for us tonight. I did right. not. I expected, and we said went through our scores. Every, I think we all had one-goal games. Uh, I think Tony had a two goal and said it was an empty netter. I honestly need to go back to it because I think I had like five one or four nothing. I'm not even kidding. You did. You did have five one. Yeah. Or, and then yeah, I that's had close. A, I had the same differential. I had five four an overtime win. Right. Um, you know, but I didn't expect a four nothing. Would any of us have had the ball? None of us had the balls to say four nothing shutout. I was this close you know? though. I said five one. I was thinking one. two to one, one nothing. I was kind of, yeah. especially after that first period. I was giving the, the Rangers a, a late garbage goal, if I recall correctly, which they almost got, but they didn't. So they, they was, fucked me on that. It was complete dominance. Yeah. I mean, this, there's no other word for it. It was so much fun to watch. And you know what? Good for this young team, good for this coaching staff, and good for the fans. I mean, yeah. like we said, we've gone through it. We've seen it. We've seen these guys raise cups. We've been there, but there's so just such a young generation that has never even touched anything like this. And now they're going to be on the ground floor for it. And that's super exciting. I don't know about you guys. I'm going to enjoy reading New York media as much as possible uh, tomorrow. <laughs> I I'm going to wait. tune into the fucking fan. I, I'm going to enjoy every second of it. I might call in. 
they're, they're uh, just yeah. gonna uh, immediately start talking about the Knicks. Chris is just gonna call yeah, in. Yeah, that's it. I mean, they, look, this was an amazing victory for this team. They looked phenomenal, and, you know, Carolina, good team, but they're going to have their fucking hands full with us. Can't wait. That's just a damn truth. So the path we're to gonna... the Eastern Conference Finals does seem uh, attainable. Doable. For sure. Yeah, yeah. it does. It does. Yep. It's uh, coming into focus know, a little bit. You know, we all said it. Whoever came out of this series was going to be the one to go on the run. And that's the one thing I will say, as, as far as most analysts overpicking the Rangers, there was an agreement in general that the winner of this series likely could go to the finals. So well, that's Carolina's, coming from a lot of people. Carolina is going to have something to say about Toronto. That. So they they, yeah, they have to. They have to stay on their game. They can't get ahead of themselves. They haven't won anything. Well, they did win a series, but they haven't won the big one yet. So you know, just keep on playing what they're doing. What they're doing. I mean, just team. There's no fucking quit. This is so much fun to watch. I mean, going yeah. into this year. Hey, how about none watching? Of us uh, expected this. Are you guys excited to see the next time PK Subban and Mark Messier get to do a broadcast oh, yes. together? Because Mark Messier has been fucking rubbing his nose and shit. Like, oh, I've got cups. I've got cups. I'm. I can't wait to see Mess hanging out with PK. It's got to be the most it. annoying day of his life the next time they're together. That's going to be fun. Yeah. We're going to definitely keep an eye out for that. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, guys, listen, uh, Devil fans around the world, if you, uh, whatever you're feeling, whatever you think, how excited you are, please let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up at UnclePuckers at gmail.com. And we will be more than happy to listen to what you guys have to say. Talk about it on the air. Um, for Dan, Bobby, Tony, I'm Chris. We're the Uncle Puckers. And we will... See you right after game one of round two, Devils, Hurricanes. Bye, Rangers. It's over. See you when we see you. Puck is out.